0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast was created for entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, digital marketing tips, Personal development resources and a nice dose of comic relief. Now, for your host, Jason Wright.
0: What is happening, everybody? Jason Wright here. I want to wish you all happy Easter. I'm recording and releasing this on Easter, so hope you're having a great day, or hope you had a great day, depending on when you listen to this. Today, I'm going to talk about something really, really interesting. It's, it's just kind of random and funny, but ask yourself how much you do this. So, you know, I spend most of my time working for my clients and less time working in my own business. And I found this to be true even back in the day when I did landscaping, you know, my yard always looked the worst and all of my clients look great. It's one of those things I think you put your, your focus on where the money comes from and, you know, most of your time spent working, that type of thing. Doesn't have to be, but it is for most people. Anyway, I uh, just finished up a couple of funnel builds for clients and got some really good ideas and really good inspiration. So I've been uh, kind of mapping ideas in Evernote, which is just like an online note-taking software, which is great. Check it out. There's a free version that I use if you haven't. But anyway, and I I just had some big breakthroughs with that recently, and I thought, man, if I just sit down and really treat myself like my own client – I can figure out a, a really good way, a really effective way to give value and create an automated system of delivering information and making money like I've never done before for myself. So starting that process today and um, hoping to get it knocked out here in, I don't know, two weeks or less. Not sure. Anyway, it's exciting stuff. If you go to the website, you can see the first piece of that on the homepage now. So fun, fun stuff. It's a never-ending journey, my friends. There's always improvements, adjustments, pivoting, tweaking. Um, It it just never ends. And I love the process. I know I'm rambling here, but I'm just an excited entrepreneur living his dream. And um, it's exciting when I can connect with other people doing the same thing. On this episode, I get to talk to my buddy, Tyler Watson. We will check out that conversation in a minute. But he's one of those people doing what he loves Pursuing what's meaningful work to him and you know never never stops finding ways to do it better and more effectively. So good stuff. Regardless of where you at in your in your journey, you guys will like this conversation. Let's go ahead and check it out now. What is going on, everybody? I've got another great guest on the show with me this week. I've got my friend Tyler Watson. He is the founder of Enrollment Masters. He's a speaker, a coach, an entrepreneur, an enrollment expert, a published author, and an all-around nice guy. Tyler, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Jason. Really appreciate it. No problem at all. So I know a little bit about your backstory. I think it's a a pretty cool one and a unique one. Why don't you share your story for us into entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah. So my whole life, I, I think I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, and You know, uh, the first time that I, I did some entrepreneurial work was, uh, I think I was 12, and I uh, sold Pokemon cards to my friends. Oh. And, uh, that, that was kind of the first uh, leap, and I, I just thought it was so cool. You know, it's was like, wow, you can sell things and make money. And as I grew up, though, I became a, a massage therapist and a Thai yoga therapist, and I was studying to become a DNM. And you know, on that journey, though, you know, as a kid, it was fun because it was just like you didn't have any responsibility, and you could it was just making money, and uh, you didn't have anything that you needed to spend it on. But then, as I became an adult, and I was like, man, I don't know, can I actually be an entrepreneur full time and and really make a full time income with it? I, I felt like deep down inside, and just spiritually and intuitively, I, I should. So I I went out and I tried <laughs> and uh, I didn't value myself at first. I overgave, uh, over delivered, but didn't charge very much. Literally like fifteen dollars to thirty dollars a session for my healing arts and massage and everything. And as as I realized the faultiness in that, you know, if you only get a couple clients a week, that's that's not very much. That <clears throat> Even though it was getting paid more per hour than the norm, it wasn't very consistent. And so as I thought about that and really wanted more, I wanted to achieve more. I realized that a lot of my insecurities stemmed back from when my parents got a divorce. And uh, I took a lot of that shame, blame and guilt on, Uh, you know, when my, when my dad, I was 12, I was sitting on the couch, he comes to me and he says, Hey, Tyler, your mom and I are getting a divorce. And when he said that, I felt like he said that it was all my fault and that it was because I wasn't perfect. And what it did to me, that interpretation, is I went out to be this high achiever and doing things and wanting to be independent, but I wanted to do everything perfectly. So that led to depression, suicidal thoughts, pornography addictions. And in the entrepreneur world, Those are all things that sabotage your time and your results. So it was really tough when I was starting on my entrepreneurial journey. Yet I didn't stay in that for forever. (laughs) Thank goodness. Upon meeting my wife, she was already an entrepreneur and just changed how I thought and felt about myself. As I learned principles of forgiving my past and seeing all the things I went through, that I could actually teach people about communication and avoidance and confronting their emotions. and So I, I went on this, this kick of just personal development and really looking at myself and saying, what was sabotaging me? So with that, I, I was able to go from a place of packing in about seven months after I got married. I packed in seven months of 40 years of experience, <laughs> which means a lot of, a lot of uh, craziness. And then after that seven months, that next year, I, I went to six figures and it was really awesome. I got my wife my, her grand piano. I started to achieve my goals and using the techniques as an enroller. So teaching people the art of enrollment, as well as the mindset and the not just the skill set, but also the mindset that it takes. Combining those two, I was able to do some great things and go and speak for Ted McGrath and Les Brown with joint ventures with them and, uh, got my own book out, uh, enrollment effect, podcasts, webinars, live events. And now we're just scaling and, uh, really working on building out a, an empire throughout our message. So that's a, a little bit about kind of the journey.
0: I love it, man. Good stuff. I love the word empire. I've got the same aspirations. You're uh, a bit down the road compared to me, but I'll, I'll get there, my friend. I'll get there. So really good stuff, man. I love, uh, I love the story. There's a lot of people listening that you probably just described, you know, 80, 90% of people listening. They may be able to say, Hey, that's me or I'm there now or I've been there, you know, so, um, really real, really good stuff. You're a good storyteller too, my friend. Thanks. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yep. Well, so when you started to make money and started to kind of believe like, hey, wait a minute, I might be onto something here. Was there ever a specific moment after that where you thought, you know what, this journey might come to an end, like this might not work out? Did that ever happen to you?
1: Dude, all the time. (laughs)
0: Even
1: today, man. I mean, I've generated over probably almost three quarters of a million dollars over the past three years. Mm -hmm. And even today, I still get the doubts. I still get, like, my wife and I, literally, before I hopped on, we were working through some emotional junk. Yep. And I was just, like, processing and doubting myself. and Because I'm always taking on new projects. Yep. And so even though what succeeded yesterday, today's a different day. And so all the freaking time am I, like, Having to see and and grow, which is what I love about the entrepreneurial journey so much. I hate it, but I love it. And my natural self hates it, but the higher version of me loves it because if I don't change myself, my thinking, my results get stagnant. And so it's a constant check, which, you know, if you have a job, you don't really need to work on yourself for the most part. It's just go do the job and get paid. But as an entrepreneur, you are the job, and you how you show up, how you communicate, if you show up at all, if you wake up good, if you don't, like you decide your schedules, and how much energy and effort you put into stuff. So every day I'm I'm changing, and some days you know I I feel like I want to quit, even after having a lot of success, Uh, and then other days I'm like. This is my destiny. This is exactly what I'm meant to do. So it doesn't matter where, you, where you're at. You know, even if you've made millions or made zero or made a couple hundreds of thousands or wherever, we all go through the same waves of emotions. It's just learning how to cope with those. You know, what used to take me out of the game for months now might take me out of the game for a day or an hour. But I still go through the emotions. They're, they're, they're part of the game.
0: No, that's that's really interesting, man. I love the realness of your answers, just such good stuff, man. It makes me uh makes me smile. Um definitely, definitely, definitely awesome. There was something I was gonna say, and I've been doing this lately and it slipped my mind. And I know it'll come back around. It'll come back around like a boomerang in about two questions from now, but um oh yeah. So here's here's something you said that made me kind of laugh. Um you said, you know, what worked yesterday may not work today. Isn't that the truth, man? We live in a world, just with the technology piece alone, you know, what may have worked to build your email list six months or a year ago may be completely ineffective now. Isn't that wild how that works?
1: It's nuts. And if you become an expert in something, you've got to keep your expertise up. Absolutely. Always studying, always doing it, always growing. You can't get stagnant as an entrepreneur.
0: Mm -mm. The the one uh, thing that comes to mind with that especially is Facebook ads. Good God, you have to stay on those things, like every week, Facebook rolls something new out every couple of weeks. I mean, it never ends, and uh, they're I think easier to do now than they were a year ago. But that's one thing: if you step away and come back, you may not even realize recognize what you're looking at. I mean, it just changes all the time. So, no, that's good stuff, man. It's uh, so I told you before the show, and I've told the audience, but I'll, I'll tell them again. So, I've recently left my job full time with the entrepreneurship now. And it's super interesting because I didn't realize this about myself until maybe three months ago, but I absolutely must have creative freedom. Mm. So I know where I'm at. I know where I need to go for a client or I want to go for myself. I love the journey. I love the climb. I love the unknown of the process. I didn't realize how fundamental and core that was for me as just a person, to be happy, to have meaning, to um, to, to enjoy it all. You know, it's, everybody's different, wow. but it's interesting because if I had to do the same thing I'm doing this year, the next 10 years in the same way, I'd get bored. That's the yep. problem I had in the corporate world is I always got bored. It didn't matter what the job was, what the company was, you know, it used to be about a year and a half. And then it got to the point where about three months I'm bored. I'm absolutely bored. So that creative freedom is, uh, it's such an important thing. So, I love it. Um, Talk to me a bit about, and you're going to love this fear and mindset and how those two buddies can impact what somebody does accomplish in life.
1: Yeah. Fear and mindset. So this is one of my favorite topics to speak to. Let's see where to begin. Well, first off fear, there are a variety of fears. There's a lot of different versions of fear and interpretations of fear and so a lot of people fear the unknown people fear a failure people fear success they fear responsibility they fear so many different things they fear uh, judgment being ashamed or abandoned so fear ties into a lot of the emotions that people go through and fear to me can be used as fuel to help you on your journey so if if people face fear now fear is really cool because it's a very powerful emotion and if, if someone's afraid now most people don't ever express fear think about it when we're like two years old we express fear fully like we'll freak out we'll scream and maybe like three and four and maybe even up to like six or seven right Yet there's a shift that happens at just depending on how you know what your circumstances are, where we stop expressing fear. We stop the sound of fear, which is like a you know, if you if you're someone's really afraid, it's like a death curdling scream, like ah like crazy, right? (laughs) I gotcha. But think about it today. I mean, people are afraid, but it's all intellectual fear. They don't express it. So what happens is we stuff it. So one of the techniques that I actually teach is to express the fear in its fullness, which then takes the power away. So for example, when I was afraid of doing Facebook ads, great. You mentioned that I had a lot of resistance around it and I try and I do it and then I would push aside. But deep down I just had this fear around it of failing, of wasting money, So I did this process where literally I put up the words Facebook ads and then I went into a three- or four-year-old cathartic screaming of fear (laughs) on the ground
0: yelling like
1: crazy and just expressing it till my voice was raw. And when I finished, it's very fulfilling and you're done and you're like, What the freak? What was I scared of? Like Facebook ads. Oh my gosh. Let's just nail this thing. And it gets rid of the fear because you expressed it. Too many people are analyze the fear instead of just express it. So instead of stuffing it, take some time and go express the fear. And most people, they won't allow themselves to do that because of judgment. They think that's weird. That's out of the ordinary. That's not normal. Well, to me, what's not normal is stuffing the fear. That's not normal. That causes a lot of chaos and a lot of stagnant and a lot of avoidance. But what is real is expression. I mean, look at kids. That's real. When kids express fear, that's real. So we need to go back to the real and uh, just get real with ourselves.
0: Absolutely. And how do, you think, how do you think mindset plays into what somebody can accomplish as well?
1: It's huge. So the very effect of expressing emotions frees up the mind because all emotions are chemical chemicals that are being fired in the brain and, and that's it. So they're very tied to thoughts and the mindset that you have. So where fear is people feel emotions. It's like a very chemical process. People think thoughts and that's, more of a mindset piece so thoughts and emotions are go hand in hand where the emotions are stuffed we create thoughts to justify them so if i'm not expressing my fear if i'm not actually if i'm stuffing my fear i'll create all the justification of why it's okay so i'll I'll put it off i'll think uh i'll procrastinate i'll justify how i'm not really afraid of it i'll just justify it's not a priority Whatever it is, my thoughts will go to that. So the mindset, you've got to train the brain, man, because we've been trained from kids. We've got to retrain the brain, so to say, unlearn all the unpositive habits and relearn all the good habits. And so mindset's key because we need to train ourselves to, to stay committed, to not allow our thoughts and emotions to dictate what we do, but to allow the commitment to the cause to fuel what we do. And that's what keeps entrepreneurs going no matter what. And so, yeah, mindset's key. And you got to do this daily. It's like taking a bath. You know, I was saying today, just, just before we were talking, I was resistant around clearing my emotions. Literally my wife and I were, were, I just finished something and she's like, you know, we should probably clear some stuff and uh, to, to take this to the next level. And inside I'm like my pride, like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't need anything. And as soon as I feel that, I'm like, dang it. I know I probably should do this. I should clear myself and get my mindset back. And so we go through this process of clearing some emotions and checking. So we go through these intuitive processes that you can figure out exactly what emotions stuck where and how to release them. So after I released them, then I was like, well, that was stupid for me to hold on to that. What? Why was I not letting go of it. We 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 take these emotions and these limited mindsets and we like treat it like our baby. We're like, "Oh, we need to take care of this. This is my little baby." But in reality, it's a pile of crap. And so instead of like caressing your pile of crap, which are your thoughts and emotions that are not serving you, we just should get rid of those things. And then every single day, put in habits, surround yourself with good people, good books, good programs, get a mentor, hire multiple mentors, and that will give you the mindset that you need to truly succeed in any endeavor.
0: Absolutely. Well said. Um, a couple of things you said that jumped out to so I me and I actually remembered what they were this time. So i getting my memory back. Boom. Um, <laughs> so you said something that, that I've said myself before, but I've never heard anybody else say. You said something about turning your fear into fuel. It's actually the title of one of the chapters in my book. Nice. Interestingly enough, but I never heard anybody else say that. So I was like, man, I knew I liked this guy. But no, it is super powerful. You know, it's super powerful, uh, super powerful emotion. And if you can use that power for you instead of against you, I mean, you're unstoppable, honestly. Yeah. Something – go ahead.
1: Well, just to to, kind of hit on that, emotions are not bad or good they just are. And so a lot of people treat emotions as bad or good. So they think fear's bad. They think uh lust is bad. They think happiness is good. They think joy is good, right? And so we kind of categorize them as good as bad or bad. And for me, as I've studied emotions the past, you know, 8 years on emotions, what I've really come to the conclusion is is that our interpretation of them That's what matters. And so fear for me, like I use fear as a great emotion. It's awesome. I also use anger as an amazing emotion to get results. So anger to me is a very positive emotion. In the past, it used to be very negative because I tied it to abuse, tied it to verbal abuse and uh, physical abuse. And now by reinterpreting it, I use anger to get the job done. And it's kind of like that righteous indignation feel—just ah, you gotta go get that.
0: Inter- and it- it's really it's interesting freaking- you say that because I—I uh, always tell like my wife, you know, when I when I'm realize that I'm unsatisfied with where I'm at, I get pissed off and then I get stuff done. It's kind of the same thing you just said. Yep. Yep. And it's amazing because you you become like this supercharged version of yourself. And you, it's always amazing how quickly you can get results that way. And then you're like, wait, why don't I stay in that mode always? But I, I just don't right. think it's possible to <laughs> be fired up all the time, you know? So interesting. It, you said something else that was kind of funny, but it I was like, oh, man, I've suffered from this too. But that fear of Facebook ads thing, I've had this, th- this fear in the past, like, what if I, like you said, spend this money and nothing works and then people ask me to see it and then it's terrible, but... Um, they, like I said earlier, they've made it much easier. There's some, uh, some very simple things that, um, I've been messing with and, and experimenting with and actually found some good results. So I'll give everybody, everybody a tip. So they have a new, uh, product called the, I, I can't remember if I get it backwards or not, but the creative dynamic or dynamic creative, I can't remember which one it is, but basically it's their internal split testing feature and you can split test pictures, headlines, copy, call to actions and the text And say if you start off with 20 bucks a day for a week and say you pick four or pictures and like two or three of everything else, it'll show you without hesitation what's working and what's not. You shut off all the stuff that's not working and then you have something that works pretty well. So, um, nice little tip for everybody, but that tool wasn't there a year ago and it makes it so much easier. So there you go.
1: Awesome.
0: Um, all right, so I've noticed something here lately, like really profoundly here lately, and it's interesting to me. And I don't know what else to say but interesting. So you mm-hmm. know, they say most entrepreneurs fail within two years. I think it's maybe roughly ninety-five percent. Well, I notice a lot of guys. So I've been on this particular journey about two and a half years now. I know a lot of guys and gals. I notice they disappear. You know, they'll be real big on social media. They'll be real consistent for. Year and a half, about two years, maybe a hair over two years and people just disappear all the time. I mean, websites deleted with mountains of work. We're talking hundreds of podcasts and blogs. Just everything's gone. People disappear all the time. So curious to pick your brain here, my friend. Where do you think most entrepreneurs fail or go wrong in their first three years? Because it seems to be, you know, some of these guys a little over two years, but a lot of people disappear.
1: I thought you were going to ask, where did they go? And I was like, that's a great question.
0: <laughs> are they in your basement, Tyler? <laughs> I
1: was like, yeah, that would be a great poll. For all my who are uh, no longer uh, here, where are you? Where did you go? <laughs> oh,
0: man, that's funny.
1: Yeah. To me, I, I label them as they fell off the face of the
0: planet. Yeah. I've
1: had people that have paid me a lot of money. Fall off the face of the planet. And I, I don't get it.
0: I don't get it, uh, man. I mean,
1: I, I do get it, but I don't. Um, people who try things over and over and it doesn't work. What happens is the emotion gets so strong that they have to withdraw. They pull out. Which is why it's so critical that an entrepreneur always is working on themselves emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Because things change so much and it's dependent upon them. There's a lot of pressure. So the pressure is either going to grow you or squash you. And if you don't have good techniques and systems and tools to really upgrade your lifestyle, then you'll get squashed. And that's why I think it takes about two to three years is because they, they max out on all their emotional capacity and then there's just nothing left. They're empty, their cups dry and uh, they've, used all their cups and now they're like in debt financially down the hole their confidence is shot they don't feel capable they don't feel good enough they feel like they're not worthy they feel just all the negative emotions and they've been feeling it for so long that it just compiles and compiles and then they become depressed and so that's kind of the the, what happens to, to avoid that, you, number one, you got to just commit to work on yourself all the time, that you're just on the journey. Just acknowledge that it's about the journey, not the destination. That's why you hear that all the time, because it really is. If it's about the destination, then once you get there, your emotions go wherever, they're, wherever they go, right? But if it's about the journey, then you're focused on who you are, how you show up, your integrity, how you treat people. And that creates fulfillment in life. So whatever your endeavor is, if you are dedicated to you and your cause, then you'll never stop. Even if you struggle for 10 years, you're still going to sing the song even if no one's listening to it. <laughs> you're just like, I'm going to sing my song, man. I know this is my mission. I know what I'm going to do. Even if I fail over and over and over Till you finally decide that you're going to succeed. And subconsciously, consciously, you just start doing it.
0: Mm hmm. Another thing I think in this uh, social media world we live in is that I think a lot of people put on a facade and then at some point it becomes so exhausting. They're just they just got to just disappear, just get out of it. You know what I mean? Totally.
1: So well, come- the facade is that um, it, it's exactly what I'm talking about, because if you try to pretend that you're successful and you and you're not in any form, like financially, relationships, whatever it might be then people feel that and and it's an integrity thing. You can't do that the, your whole life and feel good about life. Like there's it's going to come to an end. <laughs> Whether people take their life or they just go like fall off the face of the planet and lose relationships, you, I've seen it all, right?
0: Mhm. Absolutely.
1: So yeah, my my key is just be authentic in every aspect of your life. Because if you can do that, you'll have happiness. Uh, you know, I, I tell people, hey, I'll, any question you ever ask me, how much money is in your bank account? How much money did you make? I want to be completely open and I don't care. I'll share any details about anything. How much we made last year, how much we aren't making, how much we are making, what our goals are, what my fears are. I don't ever, my one of my goals as an enroller, as Uh, speaking on my communication is that my goal is to be able to talk to any person on the planet about any topic without fear. And to do that, I have to be willing to talk about anything and share anything without hesitation or fear.
0: Let's put that to the test right now, Tyler, shall we?
1: Yeah, man.
0: Okay. Can I ask you a personal question?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. There is no personal. question. Super,
0: super personal. You ready?
1: Absolutely.
0: What is your favorite color?
1: Are are you are you gonna pull a uh? Is this a uh? Oh, what's that movie? Oh, what's your favorite color? Then the finches or oh, I forget. Anyway, my favorite color blue green.
0: Blue green. All right, I'll take it. I appreciate that. Thank you, man.
1: You're welcome. <laughs>
0: you're the, you're uh, waiting oh, for wait. what comes next, but there's nothing that comes next. No, what's that, <laughs> what's that movie? Uh, oh my gosh. It's like...
1: <laughs> stupidest movie but it's like the holy grail um oh man i can't think of it but it's it'll come back to
0: you yeah probably when we're off the air (laughs) probably so i just made up an arbitrary number here but what are three tips for entrepreneurs that you would give simple high level tips who are trying to get to that next level financially so for all intensive purposes let's say they're trying to break six figures in sales for the first time what three tips or what three things would you give them to focus on?
1: Number one is I would become a master at the enrollment process. That's my number one. If you're an entrepreneur, you, you have to talk to people and enroll people into your programs, services, whatever it might be. Gotcha. So focus 100% of your focus on mastering the enrollment. Because if you can do that, you can be dropped off any, pl- any place on the world. And come out with six figures.
0: Mhm.
1: That's my first one. Okay. That that would actually cover everything, but number 2, <laughs> so after you met after you really work on the enrollment, number 2, it's part of the enrollment, but get crystal clear on your goals and focus and your mission. So gain clarity of where you're going. Because if you don't know where you're going, you'll run around lost and not getting results. That's my number 2 two. The third thing I would suggest is work on yourself harder than you work on your business.
0: Hmm. I like that. Very nice. Very good tips there, man. Highly entertaining episode and also highly valuable.
1: Thanks. I (laughs) uh, appreciated your, uh, questions and your, uh, Personality, it's super
0: fun. <laughs> so what are you working on now in your business, man? What's new and exciting? What's on the radar for the rest of 2018?
1: So we're doing some pretty epic stuff. I just had my book come out this year, Enrollment Effect. Uh, it's got like two views uh, or two ratings, two ratings, five star, boom. But it was a, yeah, it was an Amazon bestseller and all that fun stuff. But people who are reading it, they're really getting some – value out of entrepreneurship and how to succeed on both mindset and skill set so spreading that to, to more people also what we're doing is we're we're running some really powerful events I'm all about transformation so if somebody can learn and do stuff in four days what took people mostly like three or four years to do then I call that a success that's like you know taking that quantum leap so to say. And so we've got some amazing events rolling out. We've got one called Connect, Master the One-to-One, which is essentially for entrepreneurs, cause-driven entrepreneurs who want to go master the enrollment. So all of the enrollment from packaging to communication to finding clients to how to actually convert the clients. And they actually have to sell at the event. So it's really, really powerful. The second event we're doing is Become master the one and that's our first time to this is our first time rolling this one out this year and it's focused a hundred percent on mindset and just the emotional shifting of uh, as an entrepreneur and actually for anyone 12 and up uh, it'll, it'll teach from addictions to goal setting to just doing what it takes uh, teaching like 10 different tools and techniques that I've invested over 300 grand to learn over the past three years. So tons and tons and tons of cool stuff rolling out on, on that. Um, Other than that, we're moving. I have a four and four and a half month old. Um, That was pretty uh, epic. Um, Lots of cool stuff, but yeah, those, those are my two big ones. And then uh, I'm really excited to go to Disneyland for like two weeks solid and just uh, have some fun. So those are on my radar.
0: Fun stuff. Question for you about your house. Yeah. Do the lost entrepreneurs locked in your basement, do they get sold with the house or do they come with you? <laughs> no, they stay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if somebody's interested in buying that book or checking out what you're doing, what's the best way for them to uh, get in contact with you?
1: So the best way, uh, honestly, I think the best way to get the book, uh, I should probably put it on my website. But uh, you could probably just Google it on Amazon. Um, the enrollment effect. It might pop up. I don't know. Yeah, If you go into
0: Amazon books, it pops up. I found it.
1: Okay, cool. So I've never tried it, but yeah, so it works. That's good. Yep. So that's, if you want to get my book, if you want to get access to our events, to high end training, to really master the art of entrepreneurship, speaking one-on-one coaching or mentoring, whether you have a message or you want to just, whether you're already doing that, you want to take it to the next level, or if you're just starting and you're like, hey, I wonder what this journey would look like. Then the best place to go is enrollmentmasters.com. Enrollmentmasters.com. And reach out to us on there. I think sometimes we have uh, free like strategy sessions. Sometimes we uh, give out free courses. But uh, just that that would be the number one place. Number two place if you're a Facebook person then join our Facebook group. And that's at uh, Tyler FB for Facebook, tylerfb.com. And that's a group where I'm on every week, just dishing out as much content as possible. So great, great, great place. So enrollmentmasters.com, just kind of overall view. And then tylerfb.com to join our Facebook group.
0: Excellent. Well, I appreciate your time and your expertise uh, here today, man. It's been great.
1: Yeah, man. This has been fun. Thanks
0: so much, Jason. Yep, no problem. All right, we are back to the show. Tyler, thank you, my friend. I appreciate your time as always and your expertise as well. Very good stuff. If anybody listening would like to check out these show notes, simply go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 136. Apparently, I forgot to do an episode last week, so it should have been 137, but it is indeed 136. We will take it. We will keep moving forward. And for anybody listening, if you guys are wanting to do something different in your business or in your life, listen to this very simple piece of advice. If what you're doing right now does not have you where you want to be, you have to do something different. You have to do something different. Stop doing the same thing and expecting things to change by themselves. It does not work that way. You could be one idea, one conversation, One small change away from just a totally different experience in life. Absolutely. Don't give up. Stay positive. Stay motivated. Keep trying new things. We will catch up with you soon on the next episode of the show. Thanks. Take care.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Intentionally Inspirational. You can keep up with all of our new episodes on CastBox, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We look forward to having you join us again next week for another great
0: episode.